Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 77. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We are here each and every week to talk about tools and tips to help you and your small to medium-sized business to become more profitable, more productive, more proficient in every aspect of your life. Well, not every. I mean, we're not going to help you in the bedroom, probably. Although I'm sure there are some... Ah, we won't go there. Let's just forget We that. do not want the explicit tag. No, <laughs> we want to avoid that. All right. Uh, so Andy, We should do that, though. We should like insert just one bad word or something, though, that we can just say we have at least one explicit. Nah, I think we'll no? just we'll bypass that. How do they do the explicit? How do they decide if it's explicit? Who, who listens to that? Uh, well, you, you're supposed to self-police it. And if you... Oh. In, if some you, episodes are explicit and some aren't on well, some shows. Yeah, that, there is the ability to do that. Um, especially if you use certain plugins, you can you can actually break it down. <laughs> Otherwise, it's done by show. I mean, Explicit plugin. <laughs> Well, actually, the PowerPress plugin, I believe, has the ability for you to go in and, and mark individual episodes as explicit or not. There you go. Or, good or good to know. Yeah, <laughs> but just, just stay clean, folks. I mean, why, why do you need it? I I personally, I mean, even even though, like, I, I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not offended by bad language, I certainly wouldn't want to have your content playing in the background with my kids around listening to explicit. So, I mean, it's just, just yeah. why, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about business and technology and tools. And one of the tools that Andy, you and I both use on a pretty consistent basis is a service called Tungle, T-U-N-G-L-E. Yes. And it has been acquired this week. They announced by RIM. And Rim, for those who don't know, makes the blackberries. Blackberry. There's a couple bazillion of those sold. So yeah. Well, I'll uh, tell you what. I, I I felt so bad. I I, I read that blog and and the guy who runs it out uh, is, is it Mark Mark Ingress? We've talked to Ingra, him. something like that. It's French. I never pronounce it right. Anyway, we talked to Mark and and uh, one of the things he wrote in his blog is so uh, pretty much everybody on the team is going to be sporting new, brand new blackberries and I'm like, oh, oh. You poor people. <laughs> I'm so sad for you. Yeah. Uh, I emailed him yesterday. Um, and I'm sure he was totally inundated with. Yeah. I'm sure with, he, with you're stuff. probably the top of his uh, email pile. Right. 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 But my question for him was, you know, what, what, um, what's going to happen to, you know, what expect, what changes should we expect? Right. That was my question. You know, yep. what, what's going to be different from what, from what I am experiencing on a day-to-day level with your great service that I love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think um, that, I'm trying to think here. Yeah. So another service, I don't know if we've talked about in the past, but it's called GIST, G-I-S-T. Um, okay. Are you familiar with that? I've heard of GIST, yes. Okay. Um, RIM also purchased them. And GIST basically does it's sort of like high rise on crack and that like if you take any of your contacts, it will scour through the web and find out if they're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, blog posts. It'll look for all the activity on the web applied to that person based on their email address or their URL. Um, but it does a lot of that automatically too much. In fact, and that's why I didn't use it. It was, it was like overkill, but then you can rank people like zero to 100 based on like, um, you know, how often you want to get updates from them or how, you know, like where you want their, their profile to be ranked within your management. So anyway, it, it just, to me, it did too much. It right. was, but it's supposed to be like social media can, it's supposed to be able to watch whatever that individual is doing. Well, Rim bought them and they bought, they bought Tungle. So I'm kind of trying to figure out with the acquisition of these, are they going to try to do this sort of ultimate contact management where you can schedule see people's content, you know, all of these things in one window. 
um, or one service. But my concern, frankly, is, is it going to be BlackBerry only? I mean, they're going to pull this thing back. And I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't imagine that they would. I mean, obviously, they, they certainly could. They could say, wow, this, you know, this ability to use your services, the, you know, the, the platform that you have, the, the systems that you have in place to, to let people share their calendars and then to kind of sync it back and automatically add it and stuff like that. Uh, I, I could see them buying this company just to, to take over that functionality and then shut it down and make it and just build it into their back BlackBerry product. But I mean, I, I just don't see that happening. I mean, I, I can't imagine just judging by the things that, that a majority of their users are all BlackBerry users. I, I would imagine that there are tons of us that, that actually saw the real value of, of uh, Tungle was the fact that it integrated with Outlook. It in- integrated with Google Calendar. It integrated with pretty much any calendar system yeah. out there, just about. And I'm not. I, I'm not in love with, nor do I. I guess really like their iPhone app. I just. Oh, I, I, I hated know. it. I hated it. I couldn't. It. I. I feel like. Um, I don't know. Like the high rise. Uh, you know, if you try to get into Basecamp or high rise, it's not an app. It's just. A, I don't know what you call it, but it's you know web optimized or smartphone optimized, whatever, like they take away a bunch of stuff, which makes it simple to use uh, those, those apps, um, which, you know, is good or bad. But with the Tungle, I I felt like it was trying to do almost everything, but it just, it was too much for a smartphone. So yeah, I I, I found their app kind of confusing, but you know, you just wonder, I mean, like what, what is, what is a, what is Blackberry or RIM going to do with a company that has an iPhone app? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just weird, you know. Well, I, to be honest I with know. you, I've, I've completely forgotten until you just said it that, that this company has an iPhone app. And so, yeah. and, and the thing is, is motor, uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, you get Microsoft. Microsoft has True. iPhone apps. You know, Bing and, yeah. Yeah. And so, it, it, I don't think there's a All big right. deal with Good that. Call. And, and research in motion, I mean, this, you know, I, I think it's important to say that, that Tungle was not purchased by BlackBerry. Right. Tungle was purchased by Research in Motion, which is a right. company that that is actually entering into the tablet space as well, and yeah. and so I mean that you know they, they've got some things going on. We'll we'll see. My, my concern is, and I would hate to have this. The the worst thing that I could think could happen right now is that they were just buying Tungle just to take all the programmers, developers, and everything like that and bring them all in-house under Research in Motion. And Which then happens. Sh- and then yeah, they, shuts they down Tungle. company. Yeah. Oh. That would, that, that would be devastating. How to make people angry is mess with their schedule. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would really... It's amazing to me, Cliff. I don't know. Have you had this, have you had this situation where you'll, you'll send someone to Tungle and they'll say, well, that's a really cool service. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll comment on the meeting and then they'll say, by the way, that was a really cool service. And you're like, yeah, I guess it is. I, you know, I take it for granted. But that's how a lot of people get, uh, um, you know, they get introduced. Introduced. Sorry, I'm the that. word. They so, get introduced to, uh, to Tungle for the first time. Yeah, it's I'm, a great way because they're like, well, that was simple. Yep, I, I should have that. I, so. I, I still use Tungle every single week. And, and in fact, uh, just before we hit record today, I noticed that somebody had just scheduled a a consulting call for next Tuesday afternoon um, yeah. via Tungle, and and so I mean, yeah, it, it's it's something I rely on on a weekly basis. I mean, if it goes away, there are other Tungle service, you know, Tungle like services out there. I mean, that actually duplicate almost identically what functionality Tungle does. It does it in a different way and and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, Tungle was the first one I was introduced to by right. you. Uh, and because it worked, I'm like, why do I need to try another? And so the the one thing I can say is if if this does mean anything disastrous to our ability to continue to use Tungle in the way that we love, uh, then there are other services out there. And there are. And, and, that, that's a good point. There are other ones. And and you, I think you said it well. The the differences are not huge. They're minor. But yeah. Um, but I still think I still really like Tungle. I mean, some others say, "Well, it's junk because it doesn't do this or that." But yeah. you know, yeah. I I still really I, mean, I I I love Tungle. I rely on Tungle, and if it goes away, I'll be upset. But you know, the world will will continue to rotate on its axis, and so yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, is that right now um, he says it just means more great things for Tungle people, and obviously it means more money for them. 
and that's good and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll continue to go forward and we'll keep people abreast of what we hear and, and stuff like that. But uh, for right now, I'm just going to continue to use Tungle as I normally do until somebody says, hey, that link's not working right now or it's, you know, I sent you a request. You know, what's going on? If something like that happens, I'll let you guys know immediately. Yeah. All right, so uh, blogging series. You're getting ready to do a, a blogging series that uh, that you're doing in co- uh, conjunction with somebody else. Is that right? Yeah, a couple people I'm doing this with. One is Jonathan Milligan, and uh, he is a blogging coach. So he will meet with you and tell you, you know, I think a lot, it reminds me a lot of the things you do, Cliff, where you basically say, here's all the things I've learned. And just like you, you will do a podcast evaluation, things like that, that you can look at your blog presence and say, here's some things you're doing well. Here's some other things you could do to improve, but they're very specific to each individual and what you know who are they trying to reach with their with their target. And he actually uh, has the ability and has done this several times to where he'll start a, a a blog or start a site, blog about it, get enough traffic, and then he can sell it to someone who has an interest in that category. Um, and it all started because he had passions that he wanted to write about, and he's figured out how to make money doing it. Sounds a lot like you and I. Yep. And so this, this series is, um, you know, talking about taking your passions and turning them into a profit when it comes to blogging. And, you know, a lot of people like you and I have talked about in the past, frankly, Cliff, that like we don't worry about SEO a lot. Like if you type in Cliff Ravenscraft or Andy Traub, you know, we pretty much dominate those. Right. <laughs> Which is kind of joking and kind of not because there might be another Cliff or there might be another Andy Traub in the world. But we don't, we don't necessarily worry a whole lot about that kind of stuff. Well, I still think there's some areas that we, we could pay more attention to when it comes to search engine optimization, things like that. And, and he's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about you know, how to, what platform to use and um, monetization ideas for your blog. And my role is to, you know, I'm, I'm the interviewer, uh, sort of the facilitator for it. And then there's another guy named Bob Lodick who started uh, ChristianPF.com and he gets hundreds of thousands of visitors every month to that site. And he makes money full time from it, and it's basically a blog uh, about uh, Christian personal personal finance. And he's got a team of writers that work for him now. So, some some guys that really know what they're doing. And um, it's going to start May fifth. You can go to andytribe.com slash blogging uh, and and sign up for it there. And I think we're doing six weeks. And it's really um, you know just like everything I do, you know. I, I want people to be blown, by, blown away by the value they get. So, you know, the, the risk is if it stinks, you, you know, you have to get your money back from us. But uh, I don't think it's going to stink. I think it's going to be awesome. So I, I spent about 30 minutes with Jonathan one day. And that's when I came to him and said, you know, we really should do a webinar series together because he, he coached me through some stuff on my blog. And I was like, wow, you know, you really need to multiply your business and do some webinars a lot like you've done, Cliff. So... I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. And, and it's, it's one of those things where it would not have happened if it was just him or just Bob or me. But we, we kind of team up all together and, and that's going to launch May 5th. So Very cool. AndyTraub.com yeah. slash blogging. There you go. All right. Hey, uh, so last week there was a big deal. It seemed that uh, a couple cloud apps or web apps in the cloud went down for not just an hour, not just for a couple hours, but like... Not 24 day. hours. <laughs> like um, more than a day. Uh, yeah. So so um, I, I guess this was the the a bunch of services that were hosted on the Amazon uh, services, and they have d- several different services, but one of their services was down for more than 24 hours, and yeah. uh, it was not very cool if you wanted to try to use Hootsuite and stuff like that. We talked a little bit about that. But uh, you've got it in here as a as how does the cloud compare? What what does this what's this article that you've pointed to? Well, that's a, I'm going to go back here and look because I had a long conversation um, uh, with um, my, my brother-in-law. Actually, he works in IT, a, a large organization, a very large nonprofit here uh, in town. And you know, he talked about we, we I talked with him about sort of. Um, I mean, he's, he he works with servers. He works with. You know, the, 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 the inner working and hardware of all the things that you and I just sort of assume happens in the background. And, and what I talked to him about was, and this is, I think, good for our audience, because you and I talk about how much we love tools in the cloud so much, right? Yep. But this whole idea of the cloud has to be clarified because um, people always feel like, well, the safety of the cloud is, you know, you don't have to worry about the hardware. 
right? Yeah. So yep. for instance, if I have a file, a Microsoft Word file, on my computer, my computer crashes, right? Uh-huh. Throw it in the lake, whatever, right? Am I worried about that? Well, it used to be, uh-oh, big trouble. You better have an external hard drive. Well, that's another piece of hardware, right? Yep. And so you can back that up to the cloud via Dropbox, right? Mm-hmm. But those files are still somewhere physically, right? They're just not on my computer and or hard drive or, you know, they're, they're somewhere physically. And I think that's the sort of mystery that people forget about the cloud. It's not like it literally just exists in space and it can't go away. It can go away. Yeah. You know, it, there is still physical hardware that's, that, that has to operate. Uh, it just happens to not be, you know, in your office or in your building. Right. Uh, so I, I guess I just want to kind of bring people back down to earth with just because it's in the cloud doesn't mean that it's invincible. Right. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, some people would argue that, you know, you shouldn't trust on the cloud. You shouldn't rely on the cloud for anything and, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, you lose your internet connection and, and you're just out and you can't do anything. It's like, well, first of all, if I lose my internet connection, I mean, I can't even email somebody. I mean, so <laughs> right, I'm pretty right. much out. So if yeah. I, you know, if I want to be able to email, at least, at least I'd be able to get to the net. And if I got to the net, then chances are the cloud's going to be there. Now, here's the situation. I don't pay. I, I was not a paid premium subscriber of, of Hootsuite. But if I right. was and, and Hootsuite's down for two days, is that going to kill me? No, not at all. In fact, I could just pull up TweetDeck and sign into my accounts and I could probably get, you know, kind of set, set all of that up to kind of do exactly what I would have done in Hootsuite for the day, uh, probably in about 20 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. And, and I would have been just fine. But the thing is, is that, you know, Hoots, guess what? Um, if, even if I was a paid subscriber, I'm, I'm sitting there. It's like, okay, well, it's not just down for me. It's, for, it's down for everyone. Uh, it, they happen to have pinpointed the issue to their server's system through that they use through Amazon. Amazon's clearly updating the status and that they're working on it, so they're aware of it. So guess what I'm going to work. Guess what I'm not going to worry about for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about getting that fixed. I'm not going to worry about having somebody on my staff that I pay to keep my computer systems running. Right. I'm not going to worry about any of that. In fact, I'm just going to go do something different for the next couple hours and hope that it comes up. And if I check back in a couple hours later, like in this case, which by the way, usually I'm, when I think about an issue, it's usually like Gmail. Gmail being down for an hour is always a big, huge, gigantic story. It's right. like, you know what? I come back an hour, two hours later, and my email's back up and running, and I didn't have to do anything to get it fixed. All I did is I went out for a walk, <laughs> you know, right. or, or right. I got, I, I went and had lunch. Uh, I, I did something else and I came back and, and it's working again and, and nothing seems to be missing, you know, or what do you do if all of a sudden uh, everything you had was missing? Do you remember Gmail actually deleted a bunch of people's accounts yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Guess what? All of those people, <gasps> it's all back. Now in the, the worst case scenario it, you know, it, I think it, many of them were without their, you know, all of their archived conversations for as much as, I don't know, seven or eight days. Um, right. But seven or eight days later, boom, it's all there. It's, it, you know, it's as if it never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a painful situation. But is that the only way that people have to communicate? It, I just don't get it. I mean, for me, I'm not paying all of this expense to do all that stuff. You know, I love the fact and the that I can just... the expense you do pay is so minimal. And that's the thing. You're talking about Hootsuite being a service that, you know, even if you have the paid version, it might be six bucks a month or something like that. I think that's what the paid version is. Mm-hmm. And I know there's higher ones. But the, the idea that you can pay $6 to have the service in the cloud versus however much it would take for you to run that, that hardware in your own premises. I mean... Yep. The, the, the advantage that the cloud brings then, so people would say, well, what's the difference, right? If it's there or in your own, obviously the upfront expense, but beyond that, the reason that the cloud can work so well is because even if they're doing maintenance on your, uh, on part of the system, they have this redundancy. This is what my brother-in-law was talking about where, you know, you, they do have downtime, but it might be seven seconds because all it did is it jumped past the one they're doing service on and they went to another server where your information is. So they've got this redundancy and these backups and, and apparently they can fail because they did in this situation. But yeah. the point is, even the cloud goes away, you know, 
cloud to me, the definition is more about the access point than it is about where the information's stored because the information's all stored somewhere. Well, Does and, that make sense? Yeah, but I even want to say, I don't even want people to get too comfortable with all your stuff being, you know, just trusting that it all, it's like, okay, maybe your access to it is gone, but don't worry, your stuff is still there. I would say, mm, I, I would not 100% say that you're guaranteed that your stuff is still there. Do they back up? Yeah. I, w- one of the funny things about the story with Gmail uh, was that they were backing up from taped backups. Sure. I mean, they're they're yeah. still using tape drives. I mean, seriously? Uh, but anyway, the, the, the one thing I think of is, is like, for example, my podcast episodes, all the archives. I have more than 2,000. I think we're working on 2,600 episodes now. You know, if if some of those episodes, they're still on TalkShoe. Matter of fact, there are several hundred episodes on TalkShoe.com. Now, mm-hmm. um, that I don't have any reason to think that they're going to go anywhere. But man, you know, I haven't I haven't seen seen or heard a lot of quote unquote innovation over there. I haven't heard any big huge announcements come from that service. You know, I, I matters of fact, you know, the I I was just pretty close and friends with uh, Dave Nelson, the CEO of TalkShoe. As far as I know, I don't I don't hear or see him talking about TalkShoe that at all. In fact, he might be working on other projects. He may have handed the company off to somebody. I don't even know what's going on over there. Right. But if 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 TalkShoe just all of a sudden tomorrow, TalkShoe.com does not exist. You know, they don't renew their their URL. Right. You know, guess what? Not the biggest deal in the world. Yes, I have several hundred podcast episodes that are that are in my RSS feed that are pointed to those servers. And yes, it would be a pain in the butt, but I have copies of those locally. Well, what, right. what if all of a sudden, okay, what if my computer crashes the same day and my hard drive crashes the same day that TalkShoe goes down? Well, not a big deal because I have an external drive with, you know, with a, a whatchamacallit, um, you know, an ex- time machine, time machine backup of it. So I've got, I've got it there. But what if that goes down, Cliff Ravenscraft? Well, yeah. What if my house burns down, my external drive, right. with time machine, and and my desktop and talk shoe all goes offline all at the same time? Now I'm screwed, right? Not a chance. But I wait, have, there's more. I have yes. backblaze.com. I pay five dollars per month, unlimited backup every, and and I have it scheduled every night at midnight. It starts backing up everything from today, and mm-hmm. and and by two o'clock in the morning, any you know every episode that I record here today will be backed up into Backblaze tonight. But so by tomorrow morning, every day, I start a, a fresh day knowing that my stuff's everywhere. Right, and and that's you've you've created your own redundancy. Yes. And and so, so what I'm saying is that, don't rely that's the on lesson the lesson learned, right? Yeah, don't rely what I'm saying is don't rely on the cloud to do your redundancy for you. Right. Right. I mean the the cloud is part of the redundancy plan, you know, yeah. it's part of the backup yeah. um circle if you will, you know. Yeah. Um but that's that's why, you know, that's why I love Dropbox because I don't want I don't need a internet connection to access my Dropbox files. Right. They're on my desktop yep. and they're also on this other desktop and this other desktop. So, I mean, that's why I like that system so much, but Dropbox really is backup. Is it Backupify? Is that? Mm, yeah, there is a service called Backupify. Sorry, I'm trying to, oh, Backblaze, right? Oh, Backblaze, yes. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I was saying is that Dropbox is basically, you know, it's basically doing the same thing. But the, yes. the point is, it's all semantics at some point, but the point is don't rely on one, you know, and that's, that's lesson to be learned. And, and frankly, most of us don't learn that lesson um, until something fails. Yeah. I, mean, I have a friend, Cliff, that they moved all of their wedding pictures to an external hard drive. Yeah. Uh, which they bought online, used. Don't ever buy a used external <laughs> hard drive. <laughs> and it, it, you know, he brought it over and he's like, this is making this weird noise. Uh-oh. Hard drive should not make... It should make maybe a soft hum, but you should never hear a click. <laughs> and it was a click. And I said, dude, this thing, there's discs and they're spinning and they're, something's off, you know? And we called and it was like $600 to get that information if they could get it. It was $600 to get the information off of those, off of that external hard drive. Right. And, it, and the problem was he didn't use it as a backup. He used it as... His storage. You know, 
and storage. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, again, people can't hear this too much. You know, do have it, use Dropbox, use an external hard drive, use um, backlays. backlays, you know, have all those things, uh, but, but yeah. have a system in place. The one thing I will tell you that I completely rely on the cloud for, and that is my email. That I mean, that there is no backup of that. Um, it, I started backing that up. Really? Uh, we a couple episodes ago we talked about something, and so I, what I did is I downloaded um, Mozilla Thunderbird. Yeah. And probably once a week I turn it on and just have it sync. Yeah. So it's just all sitting there, but it, that's it's not like I have a system set up for it. I just yeah. I just do because. My most important, you know, I say that, but my most important conversations, if I've needed, if I felt it was needed, something that I wanted to refer back to later and that I wanted to have, I always send a, a, a blind carbon copy to my Dropbox that sends over to High Rise. So High Rise has a copy of it somewhere of the important right. stuff. So, right. but, but that, that's the one thing I do to, I rely on very much, but you know, it, it, and probably too much, but I should probably do something about that, but I'm not, I, I won't. Not this week. No, I'll, I'll have to be burned by it pretty bad. Somebody so, in our chat room me mentioned it. Crash Plan, uh, unlimited backup to ten computers for six hours a month, four year advance payment of two eighty eight. I got to be honest, that worries me. <laughs> <laughs> for, I mean, it's like a great pyramid scheme. You know, I'm gonna need four. No, but if that's valid, and I don't mean to mock, I appreciate that we have people in the chat room wanting to give us information. Like, yeah, don't uh, don't, I, don't be I, mocking my friend Daniel Audi, man. Come sorry, on. I'm sorry, Daniel, but I mean, it's like. If that's true, that's a great option. And that's the thing I love about competition is you get obviously more than one option. So uh, I'm going there now. Crashplan.com. Let's take a look. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what, they got a good looking website. That 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 has to mean something, <laughs> right? Audi. Sorry, Crash Plan. And hey, it's uh, Mac OS X. It's got a uh, Mac, Windows, Windows 64 bit, Linux, and Solaris. Whatever, <laughs> I like their graphic. Whatever Solaris up into the, is. Up into the cloud. Crashplan.com. Yeah. So get it now free. No, yeah, look, that sounds pretty interesting. So that's my only, that's my only option, huh? As featured on Techzilla. Watch the Tech. video. Um, cool. No, it, you know what? It, you know, back online backup. This stuff is so cheap, and 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 it's you know that doesn't surprise me. That it's that price. No. But uh, I can tell you right now, I have personal experience with Backblaze, and I love them. A lot, yeah, a lot. Oh, there's one, two, three, and month to month options as well cool hey let's move forward uh to Sorry. chrome extensions because you actually put this in the show notes uh, a couple weeks ago and we haven't Back got in, to uh, 84 i think i put this in yeah there. i was seven yeah <laughs> but uh speed dial yes i absolutely must say that i Come love on. speed dial yes so yes. so what's going on here is Chrome. You, yeah, whenever you talk you, about it. I want you because I converted you. Hit me. Here's the deal. When you when you click the the new tab button in Chrome, you would normally get that yo, uh, you know very ugly, you know Google like kind of white screen and and some other unuseful stuff. But it it's kind of like bookmarks for your favorite sites with really cool quality looking graphics and and stuff like that. And and um, so that, that's kind of what it is. It, it's it's when you open up a new tab, it's kind of like yeah. So what do you want? And you can actually click these shortcuts, these internet shortcuts. You kind of design it, and you can have tons of them. I love that that it's very graphical and stuff like that. I want to say this. I love this app. The only thing is, is I use what? I use Chrome on my 27 inch iMac all the time, mm-hmm. and I also use Chrome quite often with my uh, 11-inch MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. And I hate that they do not have a syncing service because, you know, I go through... Right now, I've got... I've got I set it up to where it's got 30. It's got um, one, two, yeah, three... Yeah, to clarify, you can do as many rows and columns as you want. You can do four or you can do, you know, you can do 30 like you have. Yeah. You know, five rows of six or whatever. Yeah, and I think you can even do more than that. Yeah, you can do a bunch. But the, the situation is, as I've spent some time customizing these, getting these right in the positions I like them, getting the images, I'm getting to the point where when I click a new tab, I go, boom, I kind of know the placing. Yeah. And, and it's really speeding things up for me. The thing is, though, is I get to my MacBook and it's like, oh, it's not there. Now, yeah, and I'm curious why, I mean, if Google Chrome has a... It's got syncing. It has syncing, but it, and it has an option in there, though, Cliff, that you can sync your... 
um, extensions or whatever. And, and it does. As a matter of fact, I turned all of that on. I went in and I, I went to Chrome. I went to preferences mm-hmm. and then I went to personal stuff and I start turned on syncing on my 27 inch iMac. Mm-hmm. And then I, and, and then I went out and I told it, I said, I want you to sync everything. Right. And, and then I went to my MacBook Air and I told it to do the same thing, including all those extensions. And lo and behold, as soon as I started syncing, now when I click the 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 plus tab, guess what? On my MacBook Air, it's the extensions there, but it doesn't have any of my saved options for mm. that plugin. So if we could find the location of that file and put it in a Dropbox, yeah, but you I know what I'm saying? But that, that option is not anywhere. Like you can't, there, there's yeah. no place for it. It's, it, it's just got to save and close. It doesn't tell you where that location is. Right. right. So it, I tell you, I what, agree with you. That's it. That's the one thing I don't like, but I like everything. I mean, how cool is it to like, you can, you're on a new page, like gspn.tv slash live is one of my tabs. Yeah. And so I add it, but I want to, I want to put a logo on it. Yeah. We can just right click because it does a screenshot. So basically it shows the whole screen as your image, mm-hmm. the whole page. And that doesn't look good. So you can right click and you can choose a different image to, to, to show that. as the button. So you're basically making for, I don't know if we're explaining as well for people that are listening, but you're basically, you're creating a page of tabs or almost like icons uh, that you can customize each and every icon. And so you're right, Cliff, when I, when I go to make a new, a new tab, uh, I know where I'm going to go for tech me, me or my Gmail or my Google docs or gsman.tv slash live or, you know, whatever. I mean, I have all these little icons, but they don't sync between the computers. And if they're in different spaces, then yeah, I mean, oh, that, but adding new ones is really, really simple. It is really like it is. And, and what I found is I, I love it so much. And, and, and I think the easiest way to say this, folks, is, is that when you hit the plus tab, right. you have a page of bookmarks with good sized, you know, customizable, by the way, sized thumbnail mm-hmm. images of for these bookmarks uh, so that's that's all this is i mean it's it's overly simplistic and stuff like that but it it's a real time saver for me on my imac uh and one of the things i, I love it so much the fact that you can create these icons i've actually there was one day i i literally spent about 40 45 minutes tricking out a couple of uh the the icons i went in and created in photoshop some oh, special yeah. icons for like, I have a little, you know how you can go into WordPress and inside of WordPress, you can go to the dashboard, sign in, go to the dashboard, yep. and then you can go over on the left-hand side. It's got the media in the tab and you can click yeah. add new media. And then yeah. all of a sudden it gives you the ability to choose a file and then click the upload button and it uploads directly into your um, your web hosting accounts uh, yeah. uh, WordPress folder. Yeah, and then you have a URL, and now you can share that link, or you can do whatever oh, yeah. you want. Yeah. Well, I just took the URL of of that, and that's one of my shortcuts. And then I went in and created a, a little picture of a globe, and put a little nice up arrow, and and I wrote the text "picture upload." And so now I click add, you know, I click plus new tab, picture upload, and now mm-hmm. I can hit browse, choose the file I want to upload, click upload, and now I've got the link. So, I mean, it just little, and now I used to, I mean, obviously I had a bookmark for that before, but it was like, you know, click the bookmark bar, then go down to, you know, pick upload and, and stuff like that. But now it's just, it's like new tab and press button. I'm there. Mm-hmm. And, and, but it is frustrating. It, and, and folks, if you're there, the, the folks who make this plugin, you know, I, I'd be willing to no, donate a couple bucks, you know, you yeah. know, get charge, you know, for the you know, the syncing service, you know, make this available for free. But man, if you want to let us sync the, you know, your settings, you know, whatever, just get, figure out a way to make that happen. Dropbox yes. it. We like it. We love it. Except for I, I, I don't like to go to my MacBook and not have them there. That's a, that's a huge bummer. Me no likey. All right. So uh, next one, Cloud Magic. What is this? Cloud magic. Uh, it's cool. It, it's possible overkill, but here's the deal. So the search, the thing that I love, yeah, I think I use this aspect of Gmail the most is it, it, I'm totally <laughs> reliant. I'm, it's, it's made me like, to, I'm totally sucked into not having to worry or think about uh, my old emails because the search function on Gmail is so powerful, right? 
Right. You know, you type in there and it's like, oh, I remember that one, think of one unique word from that email and type it in. It's going to pull it up in half a second, right? Yep. I love the search. So what this service does is it chronicles or, or, or goes through, categorizes, not just like if I type in Cliff uh, and, I, and I go to the search, it's going to show me not just emails from you, but documents within my Gmail account that you're a part of or have been mentioned in within my, Gmail, my Google Docs, uh, and also contacts. So it's going to show all the emails that I've gotten from you, and then I can hover over it, and it's going to show you know, a preview of that message, and I can actually interact with that message right from that window. So I can like reply to it um, from this little dialogue. So what it does is it adds another search bar to the top. You can actually put it on top of your current Gmail search. And when you search for a word, an attachment, whatever, um, it's going to pull up three tabs, mail, docs, and contacts. So when I type in Cliff, it shows all the mail that we've had back and forth, which I can then look at the mail, documents that you share with me, and also contacts that have the, the name Cliff in there. Um, so it's a way of really looking through all of your Google account instead of just your Gmail, right. uh, which I like. I like. I, I'm, I'm using it as a replacement uh, because I work on a lot of projects with people where I don't remember if it was in an email or a Google document. And then now it searches both of them at the same time. And it's pretty much out of the way, but it takes like a day to index all your stuff. And then you can search it uh, using that window. So I like it. It's, uh, you know, it, it's probably a little bit overkill. Like I said, like, I don't know if it's totally necessary, but it's convenient for me uh, to, to have. So something very, worth checking out, I think. Very cool. I, I will tell you that right now, as you were telling me about all of that, my mind just kind of completely glazed and glossed, glossed okay. over it. It's like it's just uh, more robust search of your Google account. That's all it really is. Because you know, cause that's exactly what I. That's kind of what I felt just by you know looking at the feature set and 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 reading a little bit that you had put into the show notes for us uh, to, to for you to kind of talk about the features. And and as soon as I heard that, I'm like, hmm, just a second. When was the last time I was in Gmail that I went searching for something and didn't immediately, like right. within eight seconds, find what I was looking for? Hmm, that's never happened. Well, and I think maybe then, maybe that's a good reason to not get it. But if you're like me and you do put things in, I'm using Google Docs more and more. You said Google Docs, Gmail, and what else? Your contacts. I mean, it'll search oh, okay. through all of your, if you have the name Bob. Gotcha. Type in Bob, it'll pull up all your contacts. Well, that, I can see that. No, no, is this all is this built into all three products? Is this like an is this an extension or add-on to Google Apps or something like that? It adds a search bar which you can move around in your so so just like there's a search bar and you go to your Gmail, there there's a search bar now on my Google Docs, all my Google Docs pages at the very top, and I can type in uh, so, like, I'm in our GSPN show notes right now, and I'm going to type the, the, the word Cliff. As I type it, it's dynamically bringing up all the email. So, I could be in a Google document and type a word, and then I can go to an email that you and I, you know, sent back and forth, okay. copy and paste from that into the Google document. Okay, that, that sounds cool. Now, the next question is, does that window also appear inside of your, G, in, in your email client? Yes. Uh, your your Gmail so that you could, you know, I'm sitting there all of a sudden it's like, oh, uh, what did that person order from me? And then I could type in, you know, that person's name and it yeah. immediately pulls up. To search the, a Google Doc? Yeah, to pull up the yeah. Google Docs with that order, which, yep. you know, for me, I mean, and, and again, so I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so Andy, let's just say you bought some equipment from me nine months ago and you say, hey, Cliff, I'm, you know, you, you know exactly what I have. Now, I'm thinking about making this next purchase. What do you recommend I get based upon what you, I bought from you nine months ago? Mm-hmm. And of course, okay, so if I had your software, which you're talking about right now, I could type in Andy Traub and I would see the document that's titled Order for Andy Traub. But right, mm-hmm. and, and so I could see how that could be, you know, it's definitely going to be faster than what I would do, which is I have an open tab opened all the time. It's a pinned tab for high rise. I type in A N D. And then you're the first Andy that pulls up. And so I click Andy Traub. And then over on the right-hand side, I see the deals. And I see the one where you purchased some equipment. So I just click on that deal. And then because it's a deal, there's very few conversations back and forth. And I say, link to 
equipment order. I click that, boom, I've got my Google Doc. So I could see where what you're doing is faster. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to ask myself, hmm, I'm going to have to go in and plug that. Do I really want to see that little extra search bar all the time for something I do very seldom? But That's why I like the fact that it's got an option on it where you, it says it says like replace... You can also expand it so it's its own page. Like it shows, it shows everything on one page. Uh huh. Like a whole separate tab or whatever. But one of the reasons I do like it is you can actually have it lay on top of your current Gmail search. So it basically replaces it. It's not another bar at the top. So how right? how does this thing work? I mean, do you sign up for this? Do you, you can move sign it up for the service? Where do you go to sign up for this? Um. It's, yeah, I mean, you had to, I think you have to sign up for an account and then they index your email. So are you giving them access to your email then? Well, I'm sure they're not storing anything. They're, they're, they're. See that there, there goes, there's a whole other question. Yeah. It's like, okay, so, you know, okay. So yeah, they say they're, they're not, but the question that, and by the way, why do they have, why do they have downloads? I mean, what, okay. So this, oh, so these are extensions for Chrome and Firefox. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So cloud, cloudmagic.com. It's an extension just like I see what Speed you're saying. Is. Okay. So it's not really accessing anything. It's just doing search operators. Right. And then it and it's churning the data. You you're they're not storing any of your information at all. But you said you have to sign in for you do have to sign up for an account. Well, when I clicked, I'm trying to remember I know I clicked install now. I'm going to click on Chrome right now for yeah, Mac. Maybe I can't and go back. Is, and, and by the way, it is a download, but I guess that's how uh, these extensions work if I remember right. correctly. And right. there it is. I click install. So I'm installing now. And this it says, is live, people. This is live. This and is now like it brings me a video and I could watch the video if I want. But it well. says that it's installed. So I now click my little gears and I'm going to go here. Uh, and so there is, and it automatically it says uh, disable or uninstall and it doesn't appear to have settings. So now if I go to my email pinned tab mm-hmm. and I click email and I'm going to refresh. Okay. So, Oh, now I see the extra little search. And now if I type in Andy Traub, it's going to take a while because it has to index everything. Oh, so it's indexing everything. Okay. Just like back please. All right. So, so I didn't actually sign up for anything. All I did was install the, 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 uh, the plugin. Right. Sorry if I misspoke. That's okay. No, 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 no. I, I just wanted to see what I'm... I just don't remember what I did. I mean, okay. I remember installing it. And but. so now there are pre- uh, there are preferences. Um, there is... Managing. But one of the preferences there is... Yeah. Um, let me open up my Gmail. Preferences. Uh, no proxy. So you can have a list of accounts. No accounts added. So you can add an account. So click here to add an account. And that's where you're going to put in email and password. Ooh, don't like that. Manage accounts. But I don't think you have yeah, to replace have that. Gmail search is what I was talking about. But you can just move it. I mean you can hover over it and move it around. That's my point. Yeah. Like on the page. So can you hide it? Mm. It's got to pop out. I don't know. I wonder if uh you know it's not what? for everybody. I, I just I, you know, I don't mean to I, I just I, you know, I'm always wondering, hey, is this something I want to do? Iron use? sharpens iron, brother. I know, I know. I just I'm just wondering, is this something that's gonna help me or is it, you know, replace distraction? What's this replace? I, I do see the replace Gmail well, just, I'm gonna all it does is that. all it does is put it on top of that. Ew. And move it out of the way. Dude, that's ugly. It's Stop not a spider that. cliff. Remain calm. That's <laughs> ew. No, but it is ew. It's like it should fit in somewhere. It should. It's. It's not pretty. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. How do you? Okay. Where do you go to shut it off? I think you just. I think you can just grab it and move it. Yeah, you can just grab it, and move it, but it just moves it somewhere else. How do you turn it off? Turn it off. You probably have to uninstall it. Yeah, I'm just gonna disable it. There we go. I'll <laughs> walk away. Walk away. It's not for you. Okay. No, 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 no. It might be. So six months from now, you're going to come back. And I'm going to come back. Andy, Andy, have I told you about tried this? Tried that thing again, and I totally changed my mind. That's what. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm probably going to come back in about four weeks from now. It's like, have you ever heard of this thing called Cloud Magic? It's the most awesome thing ever. They're going to call it something different, and you're going to be like, dude. <laughs> like, dude, it does the same thing Cloud Magic does. I know, but the icons better. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's honestly, I'm I'm not kidding you. The little floaty, I agree. The icon, the little, is a little, the little floaty play. box with the icon and and the actual border of the actual search box is ugly. I, that's why I just care, their icons kind of like reminds me of the Care Bears. 
I was a big uh, fan of the Care Bears. I just submitted that on air. All right. The episode. There we go. Uh, hey, I want to tell you about an app that I purchased uh, and want to tell you is a total waste of money. Don't spend any <laughs> any money on it. Um, I, Sweet. It was the worst. What did I spend? It was the worst $9.99 I've ever spent. And it's yes, called, and please remind me, I also have a, a failure story. Okay. So I've, I've got my own. Oops. Stay away from desk scribble. All one word. I don't know what it is in the app store, why everybody's all one word. Like they take their name or their stuff and it's all one word. Anti-spaces. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, it's called Desk Scribble. And, you know, I, I got it because, you know, it's I've got OmniDazzle. Great, right? But it's got this cloud share and it's got, you know, all this other stuff. And, and it sounded great. If you go if you go into the Mac app store, type in Desk Scribble, all one word, uh, mm-hmm. and read about all the features, it, it looks really cool. I am not impressed with the the actual writing on the screen. It looks kind of it's kind of got a blocky, edgy uh, feel to it. It's not smooth. It doesn't draw curves smoothly. Uh, so I didn't like. It's very pixelated. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, the ability to change the size of of it, it. It's got like a small, medium, and large, and that was it. Uh, so I didn't like that. Um, the program is actually quite buggy. Uh, it, 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 really? it would crash here and there uh, and stuff like that. And I just want to say overall, stay away from uh, desk scribble and go with the absolutely free OmniDazzle. And that's all one word, by the way. <laughs> and by the way, OmniDazzle is free. And, and just do a search on Google. Just do a Google search for Omni, O-M-N-I-D-A-Z-Z-L-E, You'll find it. It's free on the web. That's not in the Mac App Store, but OmniDazzle is much better than Desk Scribble. And Desk Scribble, I, I I really would like my money back. Seriously, that was that is that, that is, is like you know with the Android App Store, you can get your money back within twenty four hours. Yeah, it it is a horrible horrible piece of software right now. Though there are three things they could do to make it completely awesome and totally t- change everything. Number one, they could get their cloud syncing working properly uh, so that you can upload and share and, and stuff like that. Number two, give me more sizes to choose from. And number three, uh, get rid of that little pixelated look and feel to every time I, I curve my cursor on the screen. You know, I don't like that that blocky look. I I mean, my, my signature's nice, smooth curves, and it's it's blocky on there. It's horrible. How are you using OmniDazzle? Um, what, in what context yeah, are you using Sure, it? I use OmniDazzle in two different ways. Number one, um, let's say, Andy, you... <laughs> let's just say, Andy, there's there's a button that's kind of... It, it's not hidden, but it, you just, it just doesn't jump out at you on the GSPN community site. It's like, hey, Cliff, I don't know how to do this. Right. How, you know, where's that button at? I just don't see it. And so I could actually go to the screen. I could pull up OmniDazzle and I could write on the screen with my mouse or I can use my, I've got a, one of those Wacom tablet pens mm-hmm. and I can just take it and circle real quick right there and then do a screen capture. Okay. And then I could upload that image or if I, if, if uh, desk scribble would work right, I could just do cloud <laughs> share it. But instead, what I do is, is well, with Ning, with my Ning platform, I can just upload it right into Ning. Or right. if it was in some other place, I could actually upload it to TwitPick if I wanted to, or I could go to my my uh, speed dial and upload it right into my WordPress. And then I can share that image with people. And I could say, hey, Andy, here, you know, here, I just circled where that's at. And I could even circle it, put an arrow to it and say, Andy, look here. Yeah. So I use it there. Um, and then, of course, I use it in consulting calls uh, quite a bit. So if I'm uh, on a consulting call, I'm sharing my screen with them, and they and and you know they're seeing my entire screen. But I I'm trying to point out now. It used to be I say, do you see where my mouse cursor is? And I would jiggle right. my mouse cursor, and they say, oh yeah, okay, now I see what you're looking at. Well, now I'm sitting there. I'm I'm like the referee on his chalkboard, you know, saying, yeah, you know, sure. here's the X's and O's. You're a coach. And, no, you're a coach. Yeah, I'm yeah. coaching. So- and so it's like, and so we could put that over here and, and, and I, I can share it with like, you know, I'm working with my designer or something like that. I'm looking for something that's going to go right here and it'll fit in and it kind of looks like this and I'm circling what I mean when I say this and yeah. So you do the screen capture and then you upload them where? Uh, screen capture. To, to Neen 
I mean, if you do a screen capture of that, oh, so yeah, you're gonna, I just, I, yeah, you're basically, show me something, and then yeah, if, if I'm if I'm if if I'm doing something, I want to show you on on Ning. I basically I use OmniDazzle. I circle and draw all over and and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and then I do Command Shift Four and select just the portion I want to share with you, and then I just go into Ning and and I'll click the little upload I, picture button. Did I not tell you about Cloud App? Tell me about Cloud, Cloud App. App. Cloud App for the Mac is. I think you get up to 10 captures free every day. But what it does is I want to do a screen capture on a Mac. I can do that control shift three or four or whatever I want to do. Uh-huh. And it automatically uploads it to the cloud and, and takes the, the link for that image. Uh-huh. It puts it in on your, what do you call it? Your, your, so basically if you paste, if you hit command V after that, uh-huh. it'll paste it. I don't know what that's called, but anyway, they put it on your dashboard or whatever. So, um, so if I want to show you a screen capture real quick, I can yeah. just take the screen capture and, and it's automatically going to save it to the cloud. All right. And, and, and automatically going to give me that URL. And then paste so it into the chat room so I can see I it. paste it wherever. And there's a free version where I think you get 10, 10 images a day or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and the paid version you know, unlimited or whatever. So but you-, you can upload other files. But I use it all the time because I don't have to do it more than 10 times a day. Yeah. But every time you do a screen capture of any kind uh, and it's just running in the background, it will, it'll, it'll make a, um, a little sound when it's done uploading and then I just paste the link. So it's, it's getcloudapp.com. All right, do me a favor, get, share one and, and paste it into our chat room real quick. I'm, not on, my, I'm not on my Mac right now. Oh, t- Andy, so it's, shame on you. You mean you've been talking to me in front of a PC this entire time? <laughs> you make it sound like I'm at some... <laughs> Adult store, you know, <laughs> you are where young man, you get your rear end home right now. <laughs> Do you have hand sanitizer there? I mean, seriously, come on. Uh, you know what? Uh, I will explain I'm my PC so music. disappointed. Thank you. I will defend myself because I have upgraded my audio equipment. Uh, I don't have enough ports in my uh, MacBook right now in order to run the audio in and out. I have to get another piece of hardware yeah, in yeah, order yeah you got one of those macbook pros that has the single port for yes. in and out so yeah so i understand all right so here you i am something make fun of me yeah you so know let what? me tell you my fail i gotta fail real quick well can before you tell me your fail okay because you've told me about clap app, cloud app before because i remember that was seeing bonus it. but but the thing is 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 okay so it says here sign up so it, what do you do next it just takes me to did it'll, i did it'll, i already it's sign an app up? on your computer it'll download It'll run in the background in the top of your... I must already have it because it says log out. It has a little cloud in the top of your... It, wherever your small icons are for your, your, um, you know, your, other, your other programs. Are in, like ScreenFlow has a little camera, right? Yeah, It'll be a little yeah. cloud. Yeah, but it's not there. And so I guess maybe if I click account, is there, does it take me to a download screen? Where, I, where do I download this thing? Um, I want to download it. It's a great I, app. I, I love it. I signed up for it. I mean, it's it's got me signed in. And Maybe you have to go to your applications and turn it on. Well, the thing is, is is that it's not there. I just did a search for. <gasps> I must yeah. have never downloaded the app. Yeah, maybe maybe you signed up but didn't download it. But so, I love it. It's great for quick sharing. I think the reason I didn't do the paid version was I think it's like a monthly deal, and I was like, I'm not. It's not worth six bucks a month for me. But I did like yeah. it. It, it is is the app called Cloud App? Because yeah, I'm looking yeah. in my apps folder. I do not have a Cloud App app. And, the, and again, the, the the URL is getcloudapp.com. Yeah, and if I'm so I'm there. So okay, let's go to support then. I just want to find this download. Where do you? Go? And they call them drops, is what they call them. Yeah, but but, I, but they've extended it where you can upload other files. So um, start a discussion. Okay, seriously, folks, uh, you know, over there at Get Cloud App. Okay, let's just say somebody wants to download your application <laughs> and they have an account. Let's say already. I wanted to use your service. How would I do that? Where is it, Matt? Getting started. Here we go. Getting started. Uh, register. Activating your account. I've got all of that. Sharing Sorry. Drop. Sorry. Seriously, this is not. A, I cannot find the download. So I will tell you though, on the free, it's ten daily uploads. If you can and find the app on the to pro, download. it's unlimited uploads. And, um, and how much do, is the pro? You can do a year for. It's five bucks a month for three months. It's like 
four fifty a month for six months, or it's forty five bucks for the full year. So um, six months is twenty five bucks. A year is forty five dollars. So right. you're looking at like four bucks a month. So check this out. I uh, ha- I had to do a Google search. <laughs> I did a Google search. Download space cloud app, and then, then yeah. I found getcloudapp.com slash download. There you go. But they have no logical download. Of course, somebody's going to go to the site and say, Cliff, watch this. I'm going to omni-dazzle the big, yeah. huge thing right here. You've been, you've been dazzled. <laughs> All right. So, oh, wait. So it's a Google Chrome? What's this Google Chrome? Those are raindrops. What's raindrops? I don't know. Squirrel. Uh, they come from clouds. All right. I see cloud app Mona Lisa requires. Okay. So now I want to know what, I want to know what, uh, Google Chrome shortens shortens the font the front windows URL. Anyway, we're not going to worry about that right now. All right. So, so. The, the great thing I like about it is because for me to share something with someone, it you really used. To, I mean, it, it basically just cuts down a couple steps of my sharing. You know, I mean, taking a screen capture is so easy with a Mac, and it saves it to your desktop, and you have to drag it over. But if I can take a quick screen capture and then just hit paste, it, it takes that that uh, that shortened URL and. And bam, it, that, that's all I need to do. Now, I think they expire, so you can't use that as like a hosted image. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so you wouldn't want to take that URL. I think it, uh, it, it does expire after a time. But again, for those quick examples you're shooting off, especially, you know, again, for you and I that either we're working on web pages or people ask us a quick question, you know, it's nice to be able to, to, to uh, capture that image and send it to someone very quickly. Gotcha. I'm signing up if for... If you're on a Mac... Which, you sh- which friends, by the way, if you have a Mac, you should be on a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on. T- tell me your fail. Why I try to figure hey, out you remember what my like password three minutes is. ago when we used to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I tell you my fail? Yes, please tell me All your right. fail. So other than it, and it's not the fact that you have a Mac <laughs> and you're not, not using it. Mac. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> All right. So my fail is Digi Results. Okay. All right. We talked about this. We were going to use it for our blogging webinar to pay affiliates. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And two things. One, decided not to use it because the fees were going to be too much. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. That's our fee structure because we were basically getting dinged on the PayPal. Or, anyway, uh, but I went to cancel my... Somebody bought one of my products off DigiResults and I didn't have it set up right because I was just testing it. Um, but somehow they found a link to it and purchased it in the email and they're like, Hey, this didn't work. And I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. I, you know, so I went to go delete the, my account off Digi results and I could turn the, um, I could turn my products off, like make them so they're private, not public or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could not delete my account anywhere. No sign whatsoever of turn off this service. Right. I had to email their customer support, like just random like customer support request, customer support request. And I was like, and I, I said, how do I cancel my account? And they wrote me back and they're like, we'll go ahead and cancel your account. Is there a specific reason why? Yeah. So that's like, your, to cancel your account. So that's that, your, your, your fail is that they, that they made it difficult for you to cancel the account. Like how can you be an online service? You can sign up online and they have, they don't give you any instruction. Even if they say, hey, and I emailed them back and I said, can you tell me why there's not instructions on how to cancel your account? Because my only thought is maybe they don't want you to just cancel your account because maybe, you know, they don't want you to pull your content and you haven't delivered your, your goods yet. You know, like have people sign up for eight weeks of a webinar and then disappear, right? Uh-huh. They want to make sure you don't have like pending sales out or something like that. But it's all digital products. So I don't know what, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why they would make it so hard. But my fail is I don't want people to run out to get digi results on my recommendation and me tell them like, well, good luck trying to cancel because <laughs> you're going to have to go through customer service. But I wrote them back and I just said, you know, if I can sign up for you online, I should be able to cancel with you online. So my fail is that, you know, obviously I didn't know that. You know, otherwise I would have told our audience, but sometimes I recommend things and then I have to backtrack. All right. So my apologies. Well, you know, I, I've I've heard of several services, and and I've had several services where you cannot go in, and there there is no ability to delete the uh, the actual service or your account. Um, but you you actually have to contact them and ask them to delete it. Which, by the way, I finally got uh, cloud. Uh, what is it called? Cloud app to work. Good. And it turns so so. 
when I went to the service, by the way, um, it says here, you know, go to the preferences and you can set the hotkey. And so I did, you know, shift command five or command shift five or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that uh, that didn't do anything. But it, I guess what you were saying before, and I should have listened to you, uh, <laughs> but I was playing around with stuff. Uh, so so it seems that you just leave cloud app up and running once you're logged in. And if you do the standard command shift four. Right. All right. So command shift. Four, oh, why? Why is it not working now? Command shift four. Okay. Command shift four. And if I just drag and drop. And what are you dragging? I'm not drag and drop. Yeah, just drag. Command V. No, not Command V. Yeah, you should be able to paste that. That link should then be on your. Well, no. When you do Command Shift Four, though, you have to drag to select the area that you oh, do want sorry. to copy. Yes. And I then, wasn't listening again. I was like you. I was. And it still do, and it still does do, save the PNG file to your desktop yes, like normal. Good but clarification. It, does but, that, but, but it, it also but it also puts into your clipboard the link and so now i've posted clipboard. two Thank of those you, cliff that's the right word clipboard it yeah. automatically adds it to your clipboard and and it and it's on your online account so you can see your drops yes but you can only do 10 of those <gasps> oh so i just used up three of them uh-oh <laughs> but you can see based on the size of your screen capture or the image whatever it is uh-huh. you can see that cloud will fill up Sorry, you're going to have to use another one to see this. But as you do it, it the cloud will go from empty to full. Uh-huh. And once it's full, that's when your image is uploaded and you can paste the link. Okay, gotcha. That little yeah. cloud up in the little bar. Now so. I see copy URL. And so I can actually click on that. And then I've got the actual URL that I could paste into the chat room. And You can also make those URLs a lot shorter. How's that? Uh, in your settings. Um, uh, once you go to cloud, getcloudapp.com and you log in. Uh-huh. There's two options, and you can do a shortened URL, so it makes it about, I don't know, maybe 15 characters instead of 30, like the, like it is now. Right. So, sweet. just another option, which is nice, because like, you can send it out in a tweet, you know? Yeah. Check, check this out and do a quick screen, if you don't want Yeah. All right. Cool. So, I like that. Um, will you add that to the show notes? Uh, yes. Cloud app. You like something, I said. I like it. I like Even it. if I'm not on a Mac. <laughs> I'll forgive you this time. No, I'm just it was kidding. a lot harder to explain when I was not on a Mac, though. So. All right, <laughs> all right. You know what? We're don't over- make me buy something else. I'm already in trouble with my wife. Hey, okay? we're not buying any more stuff. All right, I'm just saying. You know, nine ninety nine is a USB sound card, but uh, you know, that's fine. Seriously, <laughs> though, um, I got the tutorial. I should buy it. What was I going to say? Um, we're going to wrap up, so I should hit this. Let's, uh, let's hit this button here. There we go. That button right there. I can't believe we're already over an hour. We are? Yeah. It's been an hour and two minutes and 30, 40 seconds now. Cut the music. We're done. Just yeah. cut it. Bye, everybody. No. Bye, everybody. Hey, uh, so, so next week I'm going to talk about what, you know, a, a new tool that I found to help you if you're having a hard time picking the right domain. Nice. Hmm. And I think you also are going to talk about next week um, Adobe Connect 8 for webinars yeah i've been using it for three weeks this will be four i'm doing a webinar tomorrow uh social media for realtors with a friend of mine who'll be live in the uh, headquarters but i mean yeah i've been using that for four weeks now and definitely some advantages and some disadvantages but um we'll talk about it as an option very cool we'll talk We'll talk about that next week and so much more. You can give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline at 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number is 859-795-4067. Do you have a Chrome extension that you absolutely can't live without? Do you have a software technology tool or tip? Head over to gspncommunity.com and then go into the Business Tech Weekly group and tell us what you are using to make your small to medium-sized business or just your day-to-day life so much easier. Again, that's gspncommunity.com. There is a Business Tech Weekly group right inside of there. We'd love to hear from you. Anyway, um, Andy, if they want to check out that blogging course, it's over at... um, andytrob.com slash blogging. andytrob.com slash blogging. And uh, go check that out. Of course, uh, there are still a few days as we're recording this to still sign up for the podcasting A to Z. It's over at podcastanswerman.com forward slash A to Z. 
I think you should call it from ignorance to bliss. Exactly. Hey, and if you want to hear the story and some thoughts on somebody who took the March class and by the end of the of March, who had a very uh, awesome podcast and has experienced some great success right out of the gate, Podcast Answer Man episode number 207 is online already, and it includes the story of Stacey Westfall. So uh, check it out, podcastanswerman.com episode 207. Anyway, thank you, Andy, and uh, we'll talk again next week, if not sooner. All right, brother. God bless you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We wouldn't be here if you weren't listening, so thanks. Exactly. And until next time, my friends, join the community. 